calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello and welcome to this episode of Take 15. I'm Lauren Foster, Content Director at CFA Institute. Uh, joining me today is Bernie Crooks. Uh, Bernie is a founding partner of the law firm Littman Crooks LLP and chair of its Elder Law and Special Needs Department. He is also a nationally recognized expert in all aspects of Elder Law and Special Needs Planning. Welcome Bernie, thank you for being here. My pleasure. So uh, many advisors have aging clients um, who need to plan for retirement um, and one of the very important discussions between an advisor and their client should be how will any long-term care expenses be covered. So let's start there. Um, what is long-term care and who may need it? Uh, that's a pretty interesting question. Uh, we find that many clients and their advisors spend their entire lives focusing on how we're going to accumulate wealth and how we're going to maximize asset allocation strategies and returns on investment. Uh, and they fail to realize that it can take a very long period of time to accumulate substantial wealth, but it can take, unfortunately, a very short period of time to lose it uh, if you or someone in your family gets stricken with the wrong illness. And what I mean by that is uh, this country, the United States, has no health insurance system for long-term care. And long-term care can be given in a nursing home, in assisted living, at home, uh, and it's expensive. The average cost of long-term care in the United States uh, exceeds $100,000, and in major metropolitan areas, uh, it can exceed three to $400,000. So it can make a big yeah. dent uh, in that money that it took so long to accumulate. Uh, so the question is, how do we prepare for it? Uh, when should we start preparing for it? Uh, and what can we do about it? Um, unfortunately, most Americans are under the misconception that as they get older, uh, Medicare or the government will take care of them. Uh, and they fail to address uh, these important issues because... Uh, let's face it, Lauren, who wants to talk about uh, getting old and walking around in a cane or a wheelchair or not being able to get in and out of bed every day? Uh, people like to talk about positive things. Um, we're going to buy a new car. Where are we going to go on vacation? Um, things like that. So people don't focus on it until it's too late in many cases. Um, so hopefully uh, one of the goals of uh, our talk uh, tomorrow is to get people to understand the importance of uh, planning for long-term care. So tell me, what are some of the chronic illnesses that might end up being in a long-term care situation? Is it things like dementia and Alzheimer's or ALS? Why would you end up in a, a sort of long-term well, care Well, you've situation? mentioned a few. Um, there's a difference between an acute illness and a chronic illness. An acute illness is if you have a heart attack, uh, you're sick for a while, you have your bypass surgery, uh, and then you get better. Uh, or you may have a stroke and you may, use, uh, you may lose the use of your right arm for a while, you go to therapy and then you get the use of your arm back. But if you've got a chronic illness like dementia, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, ALS, uh, which is also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, 
those kinds of illnesses you don't get better from. Modern medicine has not figured out a way to cure Alzheimer's or to cure Parkinson's. With the proper medication and treatment regimen, you may be able to slow the decline, but ultimately, once you have a chronic illness like dementia or Alzheimer's, you can't get better. Uh, and you know, with Americans living longer now, um, the number of years has gone up, but not necessarily the quality of life. Um, so while we may be living into our mid to late 80s now, sometimes for a lot of us, uh, and what I mean by a lot of us is basically 70% of us are going to need some form of long-term care because we've got one of these chronic illnesses. Uh, and that, that's where it can get pretty expensive. Wow. So you say 70%. I'm just curious. Is, is that a high number for women versus men, or is it kind of... It's, it's interesting. Um, while uh, it's not um, gender-specific, uh, most of the expenses um, that um, relate to long-term care are incurred by women because what happens is when women are married um, to men, um, the uh, woman takes care of the men and she's called an informal caregiver. So the male is not forced to go into a nursing home, isn't filing claims for insurance because his wife is taking care of him. But then when the husband dies uh, and the wife is alone and she gets sick, there's no one to take care of her. Um, so uh, more than 50% of the long-term care claims in the United States are actually on behalf of women. And the insurance companies did a study on this and determined that that was the reason why, uh, because A, women have a longer life expectancy anyway, so they're more likely to have a chronic illness at the end of life. And B, uh, when the uh, male gets sick, um, the female is there to take care of uh, him. And of course, this is complicated now <clears throat> by the um, elimination of DOMA in the United States with same-sex marriage. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. But so far, uh, the data that we have in this country is that women are actually uh, at a higher incident of uh, making these types of long-term care claims. Interesting. So earlier on, you touched on Medicare. And I think lots of Americans <clears throat> assume um, that Medicare picks up most of the costs of nursing homes or home-based care. But that's not the case, right? No, that, that's not the case. Okay. And this is probably the single biggest misconception that people have in this country, that they pay into the Medicare system, they pay into Social Security, and then when they get older, if they need long-term care because they can't get in and out of bed, they can't go to the bathroom, they can't feed themselves, that somehow, some way, Medicare will pay for it. And the harsh reality is it does not. Medicare only pays for what's called skilled nursing care. And then under very limited circumstances. So if you simply can't um, perform some of your activities of daily living, you, you can't go to the bathroom yourself, you can't get in and out of bed, Medicare is not going to pay. But if you have a heart attack or you have a stroke and you need rehab, Medicare will pay for a portion of that. So that's the single biggest misconception people have. Interesting. So knowing that, I mean, how can advisors help their clients plan in case they will end up needing well, I think they have to uh, look at the totality of the whole picture uh, and not just look at the wealth accumulation phase. While that stuff is important and having a proper allocation to asset and bonds and to international and domestic and emerging markets, all of that's important while you're accumulating wealth. But yeah. the reality is uh, many Americans are going to spend more time retired than they are working. 
because people can people can retire at 60 and live till 100 and actually be retired for more decades than they are working so while they're retired they're just getting social security most corporations don't pay pensions anymore so they're living off their assets and um, the single biggest threat that they have is not estate taxes not asset protection it's what happens if one of them uh, the person or their spouse um, is uh, inflicted with a chronic illness uh, that could wipe out a pretty decent sized estate. It's scary. Um, we hear a lot about advanced directives. Um, what are they and why are they important? This is another area where a financial advisor can play a very important role as a counselor to the family, somebody who obviously is in a very trusted position because they're managing the family's money, uh, could and should talk about these issues. And one of the issues they ought to talk about is who's going to make medical and financial decisions for you in the event that you can no longer make them yourselves. Now, in our great country, we all have the right to decide if we want medical treatment. We have the right to decide who's going to manage our money. Uh, but w let's say we're no longer in a position to make those decisions because of some type of chronic illness. Um, we have the ability to appoint others to step into our shoes to make those healthcare and financial decisions for us, but there's a catch. We have to do it before something happens to us because once something happens to us, the law says you no longer have the ability to make those decisions if you have an advanced stage of dementia or if you don't understand the circumstances uh, that you're in. So the thought here is for the financial advisor to bring up this topic while the person is well because you have the opportunity to appoint somebody else to make these decisions for you. And this is not just necessarily something for someone who's elderly or senior. Uh, you remember the story um, a few years ago, the Terry Schiavo case out of Florida. She was 25 years old when she had um, a, a health problem that uh, caused her to go into a coma for 13 years. And her family spent over a million dollars in legal fees because the parents thought that she was going to come out of it and have a quality of life. And the husband recalled the conversation he had with her where she said to him that if I'm ever hooked up to tubes and I don't have a quality of life, I don't want to be a burden. I don't, I don't want to live because it's not living to me. Yeah. Uh, and they spent over a million dollars of the family's money going through uh, courts and the, the governor of Florida got involved and the president of the United States got involved. Uh, so this is not necessarily something that you can wait to do. Every adult uh, should actually be in a position to uh, fill out their own advance directives to make sure that they've appointed someone else to make these decisions for them, just yep. in case. Yep. I think elder care is going to become an increasingly important topic um, in the years to come. So thank you for your insights and uh, thank you for watching. Copyright 2014 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.